chicks that bow. To start off today, we're actually going to introduce ourselves because we realized last time that we forgot that minor detail. So you guys have no idea who we are. We're just two chicks who like to talk about voting. I'm Jessica. I'm Kelly. And thanks for tuning back in. This week, the big controversy was Friends possibly being taken off Netflix. I thought my life was over for like 48 hours. I even looked up how to get them like on DVD, like buy the box set on DVD. (laughs) Friends is my favorite show. People don't understand this. I mean, you can watch it on TBS, like reruns every day for free, but it's not the same watching them not in order. No, and it's not the same just having whatever episode I want my fingertips yeah i'm not that big of a friends fan um but when that happened i knew that you would be mad because i knew that you have to watch it every day so many people texted me because they knew that you would be concerned i I also saw that there was a petition going around and it had like sixty thousand signatures or something at least it's probably way more by now it was enough to where i was shocked friends is like a cult following tv show which I the other day was on Netflix and was looking for like a nice documentary to fill my time and I hit cult films because I was like oh wow Netflix has a whole section on cult like films about cults like (laughs) yes like actual cults and I didn't realize when you clicked on it it's like films with cult followings like the breakfast club oh so not it's (laughs) not about like heaven's gate or maybe Scientology oh or that yeah, it has eight no. 86,000 signatures and it's still going. That's a People lot. are still signing it even though Netflix, Netflix already, renewed, already it renewed it for 100 million dollars. Yeah, let's think of all the other things we could have done with 100 million dollars. Renew friends again. And I love the comments. Someone comments, "We're not going on a break." <laughs> I love that. It's slightly aggressive. My question then though was if you had to vote for a friend's character, or truly, if you had to pick a friend's character to be president of the United States, who would it be and why? And we've <laughs> both been thinking about this for a while, but we haven't told each other our answers. And because but we I thought kn- they were going to be the same, but then our friends told us that they're not, which is kind of a shock. And I actually got into a heated argument with my mom about this, because we had different people. And mine, I think people might be mad about it. People are going to be mad about mine, too. But it makes sense in my head. So I picked Phoebe. I knew it was going to be her. Like, when you said people are going to be mad, I was like, she's going to pick Phoebe. I know. I just think, okay. It's like a very Jess move of you. Because she's just so nice. And environmentally friendly. That's a big issue that needs to change. But also, her, like, demeanor and way of going about things, I think, is different than a normal politician and could be pretty useful in today's terrible world so i could see that smelly cat could be our new national anthem yeah i would be not okay with that because you know the national anthem is my favorite song yeah but i think she would be pretty good do you think she'd like show up to meetings or things um i think the slight like her inconveniencing others because she forgets things <laughs> that's just a character flaw that is easily changed but what is inside her heart is what counts. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I truly think that. Yeah. Okay. I think yours is going to be Chandler. 
No, but I did think about him for a second, but then, do you want to know why I didn't pick Chandler? Yeah. Because my first thought actually was Monica, which I'll talk about later, because that's who my mom and I fought over. Oh, But no. then my second was maybe Chandler, because I'm like, who, like, gets along with everyone? Chandler, but Chandler can't make any decisions. No. He's the epitome of a follower. Like, he follows Monica, Joey, everyone. Ross, everyone, since, like, high school. Yeah. Mine is Rachel. Really? Which I feel like is a huge no one would ever pick Rachel. I think it's because you relate to her as That's, a character. I was like, it might just seem selfish. Like, I, everyone always says I'm the Rachel of the group. But no, I have the legitimate reasoning for picking her. Okay, I'm ready. One, she does what she thinks is best. Like, even when other people don't want her to. So, like, she did run away. Like, she was a runaway bride. But yeah. you wouldn't want someone that's just going to go through something because everyone else is telling them to. That's true. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Two, I feel like she is confident and, like, takes on things on her own a lot. Like, ha- deciding to have the baby on her own and, like, moving to New York on her own. All these things that, like, people kind of write her off as, like, prissy and not that, like, I don't know, put together. But she goes and does all these things that are, like, really scary, but she does them on her own. And I think my number one selling point, though, is at the end of the entire series, she gets the job offer to be, like, the head of Bloomingdale's Paris, which you do not get that job offer if you are not extraordinarily good at your job and successful. So she's a good businesswoman. Yeah. That's true. My mom and I got into a huge argument, actually, over it, because she said it would be Monica. Oh, no, I didn't even consider her. Monica was my first consideration, but... I said, one, what if there's a mess in the Oval Office and she, like, can't do anything the rest of the day? She has a panic attack. Yeah. But, two, she's way too type A and too, like, rigid. I was like, she's not going to listen to what other people are going to say. Exactly. But my mom was like, Rachel's very self-centered and, like, into herself. And I was like, true. But there has to be a certain level, in my opinion, of thinking you're awesome to think you can be the president of the United States. Like, I've always thought that way about doctors, too. Like, there has to be a certain level of thinking, like, I'm always right to be confident enough to make the decisions they have to make. Because, like, I'm pretty confident in my field of study, but if somebody was like, are you confident, like, would you bet this person's life on it? No. I'm like, mm, probably not. <laughs> not yet. You know? Like, maybe one day. There has to be a certain level of arrogance to think, yeah. I could be president. I could save a life. I like that answer. Also, I didn't even think about this till now. None of those men on that show would be a good president. So, let's get a woman president in the Oval Office. Perhaps Rachel Green. Maybe Phoebe. If she can get her act together. The only man on that show I think I would vote for for president is Phoebe's husband eventually. Mike. Oh! Paul Rudd's character. I thought you were going to say, um, why, but... the old man that Monica dates for a while. Oh, Richard. Yeah. He'd actually make a really good president, I think. He looks very presidential. He's that's on Blue I... Bloods now. Yeah, that's why I, I think that I, like, had him stuck in my head, because he's... He's an old white man. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> with a mustache. Yes. Like, he looks like his photo would just line up with the 40 million others his, that are his in the White House. His oil painting yeah. would look great, hung up. <laughs> exactly. Wait, that's funny. That is a good point. Yeah. Thank you. What about no one picks Janice? Oh, no. 
<laughs> Sweet Jonas or Gunther. No. Gunther. He'd Gunther be a terrible president. No. He he's too not in tune with him, his emotions. Speaking of actual people that were presidents. Oh, my fave. Try not to cry. I know. <laughs> President George H. W. Bush died this past week. Yes. And guess where we were when we found out? Our favorite local bar. Also, guess what? I cried. (laughs) In the middle of the bar. Because it's a sports bar. There's supposed to be basketball on TV. And then they switch over. It was breaking news. It, like, flashed in. Breaking news. President, former President George H.W. Bush died. And Jess was not facing the TVs. But I was. And so I was like, oh my goodness, look. And Jess just screamed. It was pretty sad. I I thoroughly enjoy both bushes. Um and I I love old people. So yeah, you the do. fact that he was 94 and a bush, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah, 41. I realized I didn't know that much about him. Cuz you know like when celebrities, presidents pass away, then the radio goes in and like talks about their whole history. And when I was in the car, they started talking about all this stuff that I had no idea. Like, I didn't know he was the director of the CIA. Yeah. Or, honestly, I didn't know he was vice president. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Before becoming president. I wasn't alive. Wild. Neither was I. <laughs> I didn't know that. I did, however, know, because the Bushes are, like, big Maine people. Yeah. I'm from New England. That he attended a same-sex wedding in Maine and signed the marriage license, which was really cool. I didn't know that. Pretty progressive for a Republican. Yes. Really, I was just sad with all the videos of his service dog. Oh, yeah. Giving its final... I guess dogs can't salute, but... If they could, he would have. He would have. Sully. And everyone was, like, wearing crazy socks Mm -hmm. to honor him, because I guess that was his thing, crazy socks. And um, they played the Texas A&M fight song or theme song. I don't know. Oh, they did? Yeah, when they, I guess, brought his casket off the plane. Oh, okay. I, I don't know what that's, that's called officially, but yeah, that was his like request was that they do that. Uh, I know. And didn't he wore, he wore crazy socks like to his final resting place? <laughs> like, they're um, on him now. I, I did not check out his outfit. <laughs> But that would be very nice. <laughs> no, I saw that somewhere, I swear. Yeah, he did a lot of good stuff. Tell the Grammys, fuck that over a shit. Have you ever seen a crowd going eight shit? The Grammy nominations oh. were gonna come out on Wednesday. But we were patiently postponed, waiting. Postponed for the funeral that we were just discussing. Yeah, that makes sense. That's okay with me. Obviously, yeah. I am, am a big pop culture person, but I was okay with it because George there were better H. things w. to be Bush's done. funeral deserves to be televised. Yeah. My dad didn't even have to work that day. Seriously? Because the stock market was closed. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so. Hey, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> the Grammys and many other. I love award season. Yeah. Everyone knows of any that. Kind. Mainly because. I love the red carpet. I mm-hmm. like to see what people are going to wear. And more than that, I like to see... I feel like it's become more of a platform for, like, statements. Yeah. Like we were saying, like, I'm very excited to see what comes out on the red carpet this year. Because last year it was all, like, the Me Too movement, and people wore all black, and people wore the pins, and, like... Yeah, that I was for the, the ACLU 
were the pins, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then the founder of the Me Too movement was there. Yeah, she was someone's guest. And I don't even remember who the person that she came with was, but I do know that she was there. But yeah, and I was really interested when the Grammy nominations came out because the Grammys and like the Oscars, Golden Globes or everything are voted on. And obviously we're all about voting. But every award show they say thank you to the Academy. Mm-hmm. Who is the Academy? I feel like the Academy is just like Oz and the Wizard of Oz where everyone talks about it and no one ever sees it and they just are like behind some door making decisions and nobody knows. Like, who is the Academy? Grim, or the envelopes and the briefcases. Yeah, like... Who puts those together? It's very sketchy if you really think about it. <laughs> and how do you get picked to do that? Because that is a job that I want. Yeah, and like I was actually looking that up and all it said was like you need to be like a member of the Academy, but I doubt that's actually all you need to be. How much money do I need to pay <laughs> to become part of the Academy? But there's other things that I'm very interested about because... I was reading a little bit about, so Grammy nominations, they came out on Friday instead of Wednesday. Leading nominees, Kendrick Lamar, Drake. Lots of interesting things going on with who got nominated, who didn't. There was a lot of, like, conversation about who got snubbed this year. Mm -hmm. Taylor Swift is only nominated once. I don't like Taylor Swift that much, so I'm not bothered. I didn't think her album was that great, so I don't know why people were calling it a snub. Yeah. Ariana Grande, I saw one that they were like, oh yeah, she got snubbed, but she's still nominated. Mm -hmm. I think it's that she didn't get as many nominations as people were assuming, because she was kind of, like, very popular this year. Yeah. And, but the one thing that really got me was for Best New Artist, (laughs) Post Malone wasn't nominated, and it's because they said he doesn't meet the criteria of a new artist, which I'm like, okay, fine, yeah, he's had a couple other albums that were really big. Do you know who is nominated? BB Rexa. She's been around just as long, if not longer. I think Alicia Carr is on there too. I think so. Who are celebrities that are just equally as new slash not new as Post Malone. So like what is the criteria? Where can I look up this criteria? I tried to find it, can't find it. The Academy is keeping everything secret. They're the ones that make the criteria, I would guess. And uh, we don't understand it. No. They also, what did they do? Change the, there used to be four nominees for each category. Five, and now there's eight. To eight. So the issue with that now is that people are getting nominated in the same category more than once. So people are mad because they're like, count like, oh, if you're nominated four times, but you're in the same category, you're running against yourself. So there's no way that you can win one of them. So, someone is, I I can't remember who, but someone's featured on an album, and it's in the same category as their own song, so why would they, like, do you root against yourself for yourself? Like, that just seems messed up. But the voting members are, like, part of the academy or whatever. Because it says the recording academy members may vote up to... 15 categories in the general fields plus the four categories of the general field record of the year album of the year song of the year and best new artist 
ballots are tabulated by an independent accounting firm, Deloitte. <laughs> I didn't know Deloitte did the Grammys. Yeah, I did, because I have friends that work there. I know, I know what people if they that work got for to... Deloitte, too, but they're not counting the Grammy votes. How? Literally how? I'm still so, like, shook. Like, and why is an accounting firm counting the votes? Anyone can count. That's what I mean, like, <laughs> I need a degree to do that? I have a degree, I just don't have it in math. <laughs> also, I don't understand the difference between record of the year and song of the year. They're both songs. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> Is it only if you put it out on vinyl? Like, I don't get oh. it. Oh. That was hypothetical. I don't think that's the actual answer. Oh. I was like, that sounds pretty good. But there are also people, I feel like, like at the Oscars, when everyone was like, when will Leo ever win? Like, who would have thought he hasn't won by now? Because he's a great actor. I mean, he has now. But a couple years ago, before Revenant, there are great musicians that are never nominated or never win. Mm-mm. I'm not very good at music. Like, but at the same time, I feel like if you did, like, a popular vote, it would be not the best musicians that win. Yeah. Because it'd be, like, a bunch of 12-year-old girls, like, One Direction, vote, 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 <laughs> and they'd, like, win a million Grammys. Yeah. Which is a problem. I do love Zayn. But... I'm more of a hairy guy. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> His new album was good. Harry Styles? Yeah. It was pretty angsty. I cannot say that I've listened. <laughs> I spend a lot of time on Spotify. Actually, my end of the year rap said that I spent over 24 hours straight. Like, if you added it all up. What, who's your top artist? I've seen every single person I know post. <laughs> I didn't post mine because it's kind of embarrassing. Well, I was mad because I don't use Spotify. I'm sorry, everyone. I have Apple Music, so I can't see, which I think is kind of a good thing because I wouldn't want people to judge me because mm-hmm. of the things that I listen I, to. My sister makes fun of me for this. I don't have Spotify Premium because I'm not going to pay for it. Because, like, Why? And so I only use Spotify when I work out or when I'm on my laptop because you can, like, skip songs. Other than that, I pull up YouTube and I play songs on my phone from YouTube. Like, single songs? Yes. I have unlimited data. (laughs) And every time I do it, she's like, I'm going to buy you Spotify Premium for Christmas. But... Just use your sister's and make a playlist. (laughs) Because of that, my number one was The Chainsmokers. Something just like this. That's my favorite. Which is, like, a huge, like such a basic cliche yeah to have as your number one artist but it's because i like to listen to that when i work out and i only use spotify which which song what do you mean which song just just do the the radio just the radio because then it's like always fast-paced songs they have workout playlists but i can't really get down with a lot of them yeah i can't say i've used a spotify workout playlist before so (laughs) I, like, use all of them because I have to skip because I don't have premium, so I have to, like, move around playlists a lot. Oh, my God. (laughs) I think you need to bite the bullet and pay the... If you haven't bought it before, there's a new thing this year that it's 99 No, I had it a while ago when it was, like, free three months for students, but then my three months was going to end, so I turned it off. We just got a new student email. Yeah, I should do it again. Yeah. But, again, like... It's not really, like, impairing my life. It's impairing mine, knowing that you go song by song on YouTube. But it plays next, so, like, you just... It just keeps rolling. Oh, no. That, like, hurts my soul. But I am a big Apple Music gal. Yeah. Um, you're kind of 
extra. Yeah. Sometimes I use SoundCloud. Um, are you like looking for your town's newest hit rapper? Is he 17 and wears a chain? I just like to listen to mixtapes. No. Oh, goodness gracious. You're gonna learn today! Well, at the end of our last episode, I posed a very serious question about Justin Bieber and now Haley Bieber and if they voted or not and who they voted for. And you found some stuff. I surprisingly did. She did say that the election created a huge divide in her family because her Alec Baldwin mm-hmm. impersonates Donald Trump on SNL. I, for, for some everything. reason, didn't even make that connection. Yes. And his brother, Stephen, he was a very vocal Trump supporter. That's awkward. Like, if you think your family Thanksgiving is awkward, imagine taking it to the level where your brother is the presidential candidate impersonator on us now. Yeah, how weird is that? Like, in every sense of the the word, that is uncomfy. <laughs> that is not okay. Um, it's not even like you can be like, oh, let's not talk about politics. Hey, how's work? Like, nope. No. <laughs> and Haley was saying that it um, was very hurtful because she loved loves her dad, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but they so strongly disagreed on the election because she did vote for, for Hillary Clinton and her, as well as her sister, disagreed with her father mm. um, and her sister's husband. So again, it's not, it's the entire family. Yeah. The entire family's upset. Um, but she did say that she thinks that the divide in her family um, will help like kids in society, younger generations, become politically engaged and start speaking out because like we kind of said before, um, we generally base our political views on what we knew from our parents or from older people in our life. Mm -hmm. Um, And so what she was saying was that um, her being engaged and her kind of going against what her family was believing and telling her to do her being literally her, engaged her being yeah <laughs> yes um would help other people be outspoken and she went to the march for our lives in washington dc um with kendall jenner and jaden smith so what it sounds crew. like a cool game what i didn't think about before when i asked this question is that justin bieber's canadian so he doesn't vote here anyways <laughs> <laughs> and they just bought a big house in canada yeah they're going back Haley's gonna hate Canada. Haley's definitely gonna hate Canada. She grew up in California. And why did she ever think that that'd be a good idea? And if I'm Haley and Justin and could move anywhere... Okay, Canada, I actually do get jealous because a lot of their policies I like. I hate to be cold. So, like, if I could move anywhere, because I'm Justin Bieber and Haley Bieber. I always want to say Baldwin. She changed her name, though. On Instagram, look it up. It's not gonna be north of anywhere no like i'm going south i've only ever been to canada once and i was eight and went to niagara falls so i didn't venture too far into the depths of canada but i can't assume that it's warm also other family divides politically kim and kanye oh yeah which this and i'm not gonna say blew my mind but it it shocked me is Kanye West didn't vote, like, at all. And I'm not saying I found that, like, on the depths of the internet. 
he came straight out and said, if I would have voted, I would have voted for Trump in 2016, shortly after the election. So he didn't vote, and yet now he's like causing all this drama about being a Trump supporter, but he didn't actually vote for anybody. He wore a Make America Great Again hat on SNL and was... He got in a lot of hot water over that. He and met didn't... with Donald Trump. Yeah, but also... didn't vote for him. <laughs> like, we're just sitting down casually like, hey, glad you won. Sorry I didn't vote for you, but if I had... And you didn't think he had, you know, eight assistants that could have probably gotten him a ballot and filled out his entire form to get him an absentee <laughs> ballot if he didn't want to go to the polls and be spotted by commoners like us? Yes, <laughs> someone would have gotten him an absentee ballot. You have to write yeah. your name and, like, a couple things. Mm-hmm. And they probably know what those things are. Yes. I wonder if he's even registered to vote. Probably not. Yeah. At this point, I don't have much faith in Kanye. I don't think 18-year-old Kanye was like, you know what I need to do? Register in the state of Illinois. No. Not at all. And the other thing is that Kim supported Hillary. She wrote a quote-unquote, I'm going to use this term loosely, essay, as she calls it. It wasn't exactly APA format. It was posted on KimKardashianWest.com. It so. was their app, basically. It was more of a plug for her app. Which I sometimes do fall for that clickbait, because I'm on their Instagram, and they're like, mainly Courtney's, look at the new recipe for this cool smoothie I made. And I love recipes, and then it's like, on my new app. And I'm like, no, Courtney. I can't buy this. <laughs> you can't buy Spotify Premium. I'm not You're- buying the Kardashians apps. No. There's also so many of them. I can't afford that. Yeah. But yes, she in her essay said, I stand with Hillary. And it was all about, like, I'm with her and all these different things. And she said that she did say that there were things she supported on both sides. Yeah. But that in the end, it outweighed, like, the things she supported with Hillary outweighed the things she supported with Trump. But again, awkward because then she went and stood across. Like, the table and, like, is hand-in-hand with Trump pardoning the inmate. Which was great and amazing. And the fact that Donald Trump and Kim Kardashian were the people doing that was not every, like, ever something I thought I would see on television. Yeah, or just in life. But again, like, what do you say? Like, hey, sorry I wrote this essay encouraging people not to vote for you, but, like, can you help me out with this uh, predicament? And she was released from prison on parole, the inmate that she was advocating for Mm -hmm. yeah because hers was one of those like mandatory minimum drug charge sentences yes yeah yay kim sometimes kim does things i'm like yes and sometimes she does things like no (laughs) naming her child north (laughs) that i thought was a joke when i first saw it like are you really naming your child northwest and then there was all those and then i thought they were gonna name them up like the next one south and next one east Saint. But Chicago West? Do you call her Shy? Is you it a boy? Name her Cheyenne if you want her to be called Shy. But the only thing is one time, and I'm guilty because I do watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Me too. My mom gets really mad. So my dad gets infuriated. Mm-hmm. There was an episode about the homeless population in LA. Because LA has a very large population of homeless individuals 
and Kim like meets with the mayor or governor or something and goes and walks and meets all these homeless people and first of all she's like none of them want to be on camera like she's confused why none of them will talk to her and I'm like do you think they want to be on your show <laughs> like, they, they're like yes on camera ready all these millions of people watch this I'm homeless yeah like what and two then it cuts to you know how it cuts to their little like perfectly lit cameos where mm-hmm. they just talk to the camera she's like yeah there were just all these homeless people and it's so sad and I just have no clue what to do like no clue I was like you're telling me you don't even have an inkling about one possibility you could do to make it better like I get if you're like wow I don't know how to like advocate for policy and change like the homeless problem in Los Angeles but if you're like I have I don't even have one thought about what I could do donate your millions of dollars, build a shelter, I don't know, like, hire someone that has a thought about what to do and just pay them to do it for you. Don't buy another pair of Louboutins. Go and give someone dinner. Yeah, like, she was just like, I have no clue. I was like, I, okay, hire someone that does then, because you can afford it. Yeah, someone will do it. Yeah. Someone has an idea. You just have to find out the right person. Ask Chris, because she's thriving oh chris jenner okay first of all the whole ariana grande's thank you next video dropped which i was waiting for she hyped it up on instagram so much and it was everything that i wanted it to be because there were so many people in it and so many like oh this is from mean girls this is from you know whatever and i needed it I needed to have each person in it that was in it. Mm-hmm. I love that she brought back original cast members. Robbie from Victorious. Which a lot of people didn't notice, because we brought it up to our friends, and I was like, oh yeah, I love that Robbie was in it, and everyone was like, what are you talking about? If you missed it, the Bring It On clip where they're brushing their teeth, the one that plays the brother is Robbie from Victorious. Like, her old sidekick. The only one from Victorious who is not in the video is Victoria Justice. And that hot guy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, (laughs) that's true. Obviously, he's not that relevant because I don't remember his name. Yeah, yeah. And because her and Victoria Justice clearly had beef. I've read And it's not settled. Like, everyone that has ever worked with Victoria Justice has issues with her. I know. Which makes me think she has a personality flaw. Or she was just on Nickelodeon and it ruined her, like all youth TV does. Yeah, we shouldn't blame her as a human being. Uh, We shouldn't also only blame Nickelodeon, but (laughs) there are a lot of things going on that probably had some kind of influence on that. But yeah, um, I love Miranda Sings, but her name in real life is Colleen, and she was the pregnant one in it. Yes. And she's, like, really pregnant in real life. Like, oh, is, that was very... her actual stomach? Yes, that's her real body. Oh. She's due in, like, weeks. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So that's why it's funny, because it's not fake. <laughs> I thought it was, like... Oh, no. Just a funny, like, thing. Yeah, no, 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 no. She is so funny. And then who else? They brought back the cargo pants and flip-flops girl. The original. Oh, yes. Like, she wore cargo pants and flip-flops, so I wore cargo pants and flip-flops. And there were just so many, like, little interjections of different like pop things like that yeah that were so funny what I thought might have been coming when I was watching it was that either I thought two things I never in a million years would have called Kris Jenner no 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 I thought one 
Amy Poehler was making a comeback. So did I. Two, Lindsay Lohan or Rachel McAdams, like one of the original cast members, was going to be the mom. Oh, it was going to be the mom? Yeah. Like, Lindsay it would Lohan. be Lindsay Lohan flew back from Mykonos, like, for a day just to, like, show up in the Ariana Grande. She was in the video. video. She was um, one of the friends when they were walking in the hallway. She was on the very end. No, that's not Lindsay Lohan. Are you sure? I'm positive. That's the girl from Victorious. Oh, Jade. They, they both look awful. They... <laughs> Oh my gosh. No, people were, like, getting very confused because they were like, wow, she's a Lindsay Lohan lookalike. No, that's very interesting. Her real name is, like, something Gildies. Oh. What is it? Oh, no, I... Lindsay Lohan was not in the video. Oh my gosh, I totally thought she was. What's her first name? Whatever. Whoever played Jade on Victorious, who Ariana Grande supposedly had issues with, showed up and played... Lindsay Lohan's character from Mean Girls, and she looks identical to her, one. But two, funny and ironic, because Ariana and her supposedly had issues, and the whole premise of the movie is, like, Rachel McAdams' character and Lindsay Lohan's character have issues. And I love Rachel McAdams. Yeah, I'm sad that she wasn't in it. Me too. But Kris Jenner was the best glowing surprise. Pops out of nowhere. And you had to watch it all the way to the end when her iconic line comes out, and then it was funny. Once she looked great. Yeah. Like she hits up that Botox. And it works. And it yeah, she looks good. Tempted. No 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 fault in her game. But she then was showing it to everyone. Like on Kim and Courtney and Chloe's stories, it's like Chris at dinner making them watch the video. She's like holding it up and showing them how cool she is. Oh, I love the the jumpsuit. It's so funny. Oh, and I have a feeling that's from her personal closet. Oh, a pink jumpsuit? I would absolutely believe that. Yeah, like, keeping up with the Kardashians season one, they were all in those juicy suits. Oh my god, they totally were too. Yeah, like, that was probably just dusted it off. I can't believe that's Jade. Now that I'm looking at it, it totally is. But they look so similar. They look, you're, don't feel bad because you are not the only person that was uh, tricked by that. Okay, good. That makes me feel better. And the person um, that does the nails in Legally Blonde comes back. Oh my god, yeah. Who I love. That was Paulette. Paulette, yeah. Amazing. And they have the FedEx guy show up. <laughs> when they try and bend and snap. Yeah, it was It's great. so funny. Video of the year. I was in, going back to Grammys, there's not a video, is there, or there is a video of the year award because Beyonce and Jay-Z were nominated for it for their ape shit video. The VMAs is what I'm really waiting for because mm-hmm. Ariana is just gonna wipe the yeah. floor with people because that video, like, how do you ever live up to that video? And it's so funny. And I don't mean in, like, artistry. Like, if you are, like, a New York, like, NYU film student, you're not gonna be like, wow, this video is iconic because it's not, like, amazing cinematography. But if you are your average teenage young adult viewer, that has seen these movies, you're like, this is amazing. It brings back actual characters. And you know exactly what it, what they all are. Yeah. Like, there's no question about it. And the burn book. The burn book, So funny. She has actual photos of her exes in it, and is, like, writing things. Which is iconic. Like, Big Sean, she wrote, could still get it. And then she tweeted about it. Someone. Oh, no. That was about Pete. Yeah, she tweeted, people, stop being mean to Pete Davidson. 
Yeah. We're Team Pete over here. He doesn't deserve it. I actually, up until, like, he started dating Ariana, had no clue who he was. Just some random cast member on SNL. But now I feel bad for him. Like, don't internet troll the guy. Yeah. He just got his heart broken. <laughs> and she says, sorry I dipped in Thank You Next. So you know she dumped him. It's not his fault. So, like, just let him He's broken. He moved back home with his mom. Leave him alone. And he had to cover up his neck tat. Yeah. He's gone through enough. Which sounds painful. Yeah. No, thank you. Other 90s stars that I used to really enjoy. Aaron Carter. Huge fan. The episode when he was on Lizzie McGuire. Iconic. Which... Hilary Duff said she's not opposed to bringing it back. I am a little t- getting tired of all of the remakes. Yeah, it's like, getting bad. Loved Boy Meets World, now there's a Girl Meets World. Loved Full House, now there's a Fuller House. Like, I get, I like, for, I like it for the nostalgia. They're remaking Friday Night Lights. It's Ew. gonna have a whole different plot and characters, though, so I don't really know how that's a remake, but... Now, Hilary Duff said... They've talked about very, very, very early talks about rebooting Lizzie McGuire. How could she even be involved? She would have to be the mom. She would have to be the mom. It would have to be Lizzie McGuire, like, as a mother. And they did that exact same thing with Boy Meets World and Girl Meets World, and they just did it with That's So Raven. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, like, as much as I love Lizzie and Gordo, that, I cannot stress how large my obsession was with Lizzie McGuire as a child. Like, I thought I was her. I'm blonde, she's blonde. That's literally all. I used to buy her outfits. I had, like, a big poster of Lizzie McGuire in my room. Like, I bought... I had, like, the lime green, like, metallic bedding. Like, I wanted to be Lizzie McGuire. I fell down a lot. She was just your average girl. She was just, like, normal. Like, she was just a normal character on television. So I can get down with the remakes... But don't touch things that you're not supposed to touch. Like, don't, don't ruin it for me. Just let it be. Like, don't, you, I love Boy Meets World. I'm okay if you remake it, whatever. Don't touch Lizzie McGuire. I don't. Speaking of things that you shouldn't touch, I feel like Matt would be a really creepy uncle if Matt was still involved. (laughs) That's true. I feel like he'd be weird. He, yeah. And And not appropriate for Disney. I agree. Because one, he looks kind of sketchy now. Not that I should be, like, judging people on their looks, but he gives off... It's more not how he looks. He gives off a vibe. He gives off a creepy uncle vibe. Two, if you go back and watch the old episodes of Lizzie McGuire, which I have, he does horrible things. Like, he obviously has, like, some type of childhood problem going on. Like, he's, like, stalking his sister and videotaping her and posting it on the internet and trying to, like, ruin her life. Like, there's an attachment issue something psychological that we can't yeah so unless it's like okay lizzie's a mom now and matt went to therapy and now everything's fine we could really stress the concept of mental health yeah and like what if gordo doesn't come back because like i would only be okay with it if gordo and lizzie were together and even for the last couple of seasons their other best friend was gone miranda miranda was gone she went to Mexico with her family is what they said, but truly she just left the show. Um, I wonder if she got fired. Or if... I don't know, but all I remember is the Day of the Dead episode really gave me nightmares. Yeah. With I... The little groom and bride doll that, like, go all around the school. It freaked me out. Ethan, who's the hot one, is not that hot anymore. 
He was on some lawyer show. It just wouldn't be a good remake. And then There's Kate, no way. The, mean, the mean girl Kate. Don't oh, know yeah. what she's up to now. Because she also, if you go back and watch it, they all look pretty average high school age, and Kate looks like she's 25. 25. Absolutely. She's like a full-grown woman yeah. on that show. She looks older than And it's than like, I oh, know. we're in eighth grade. I'm like, that is no, not true. Not. Yeah. That's the other thing is one time someone told me that the Lizzie McGuire movie is supposed to be her eighth grade graduation. Yeah, it is. They don't look like they're in eighth grade. And who lets their eighth grader go to Europe? And. With that old woman. That is, to me, in my mind, everything that's happening in the show up to that is high school. Like, she's dating boys and things. She ran away with Paolo in Rome. How are you literally 13 and getting on the back of a Vespa? She sings at the Coliseum. Which is very, very misleading because the Coliseum doesn't have a floor. (laughs) It's just... Ruins. It it is ruins. And the bottom part is... You mean there's no auditorium like in the Lizzie McGuire movie? No, there's not. You can't even go on the seats. There's like foliage growing on them now. Which is actually fascinating because for a long time there were fights on whether or not the Colosseum should be um, like a artifact for archaeologists or for botanists because of the amount of plants that grow in there. I wouldn't say that's fascinating, but it was like a neat, <laughs> a neat, neat old fact, fact that you can whip out at Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever. Just trying to make Spark you look smarter than debate. you are. But Aaron Carter, back to the best episode of Lizzie McGuire oh, yeah. that ever was. He, we said that we would look up some more celebrities that voted, and who they voted for, or supposed voted for, things like that. Aaron Carter, in a interview with People in April, and I don't know what year this was, but it happened in an April issue of People, said that he supports Donald Trump because he likes, and I quote, somebody who, like, defies the odds. Mm-hmm. This was in 2016. And then he said, I'm too intelligent for you guys, like people who don't understand politics. I have a lot more information than I've given out. Which makes me think, one, that Aaron Carter is becoming the next Macaulay Culkin. Oh no. Creepy, like child star turned creepy. Are they on drugs? Are they not? Mm Mm-hmm. Because he has that look too. But two, are they having like late night talks on the phone him and donald or like how him does and he have a lot more information that he's giving out like what i see is like aaron shows back up to his third floor walk up in la because he's a child star and not relevant anymore like keys his door in goes in like makes some ramen for dinner sits down on his dented futon and donald trump like calls him up from his hotel and is like they're just chit-chatting on the phone like, this is what we're going to do. He's, like, promising Aaron that he'll be in the cabinet. Oh, my God. <laughs> At least we'll start playing I Want Candy again. Oh, that is a good jam. But Aaron Carter also said that Bill Clinton was his favorite president. So, people, he was like, I bet people are surprised that I'm not a Hillary supporter. No one knows anything about you anymore. So, everyone's surprised Aaron's, that you're alive. It's you, not Aaron's party anymore. No, you also have a neck tattoo. Like, you went from nothing, well, you went from a lot, <laughs> to now nothing, is what I mean. You like, did the reverse. I'm starting to think that the neck tattoo might be, like, a sign for, like, a cry for help. Like, please. Like, Pete, Aaron, they could be in a support group together. Neck tats anonymous. <laughs> it needs to happen. 
Another person that I loved and then they broke my heart, Johnny Damon. You might not know this because you're not a Red Sox fan. Nope. He was on the Red Sox 2004, won the World Series. I loved him. I thought it was a Matt Damon typo. No, but I also love Matt Damon. Johnny Damon, he had this long hair. He was on the Red Sox. They won the World Series. I loved him. We had a poster of him in my house. And then he went to the Yankees. This is why, like, I was like, Johnny Damon gave me trust issues. Because I loved him. They won the World Series. Then he goes to the Yankees of all teams, shaves his head. Gone. He was not good looking after that. (laughs) But what's actually, like, the point of this is he also came out in 2016 and said that I'm a Trump fan ever since I met him seven or eight years ago. Everything he does, he does first class. His hotels, his businesses, his golf courses. Which, oh, he also said the issues all the other politicians failed to discuss, Trump is bringing us up to speed. So one, I'm like, I don't know what other politicians' stances on golf courses are. Mm -mm. So I can't compare those. But two... He's bringing us up to speed, so, like, then again, I see, like, a crew, like, Aaron Carter, John Damon, Trump, maybe some other people out on the golf course, like, having a, like, talk about politics. The three people you never thought would be together, ever. It's like the beginning of a joke. Johnny Damon, Aaron Carter, and Donald Trump walk into a bar. Nothing else goes on, because they aren't actually there together. (laughs) Johnny Damon also tried to go on Dancing with the Stars and got voted off, so. How fast? Pretty quick. I want to say the first night. Oh, well, the Yankees officially ruined him. His hair, his dance moves. (laughs) Nothing else was working. Mm -mm. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in to the second episode of Chicks That Vote, which is really the first episode, because the first one was kind of a trial, and also our school project also a project for school but we thought it was pretty funny so thanks for sticking with us there are worse ways you could be spending your time yeah like talking to trump on the phone eating ramen noodles like aaron carter i like ramen chicken ramen yeah